creating an atmosphere or being a part of an atmosphere. Like for me, our business is about my core values. I want people around our business that are on the same shit that I'm on, that are motivated by the same things because now we align in what we do. Welcome to Dope Conversations with Dave Carroll and Friends. Despite my early life being filled with trouble, mistakes, and eventually going to prison, I've been able to open up multiple seven-figure businesses and we are reshaping the landscape of how direct mail marketing works for local businesses. In this podcast, we're gonna combine business, life challenges, triumphs, and the decisions that define us. Together, we're gonna elevate your business, enrich your personal journey, or maybe just indulge in some genuine conversations with friends, industry giants, and other thought leaders that I want you to hear more from. Let's fill your cup and dive in. Here we go. Welcome back to Dope Conversations with Dave Carroll and friends. I'm Rich Cardona. Dave, we're here in the pain cave. In the pain cave. <laughs> now christened as the pain cave from Joe Quattrone, our buddy right here, yeah. hooking us up. And today we're going to talk about, I don't know if it's controversial anymore, man, but like we're talking about nine to five versus entrepreneurship. And they're not necessarily competing, but there is that group of people. And you might not be able to relate to them because you didn't have a nine to five really ever for more than three weeks of your life. It's crazy to say out loud at 38 years old that I've never really had a job like a legit employment. Yeah. Yeah. But you have a team who works regular hours, you know, plenty of people who are in regular jobs. 100%. 100%. And at some point or another, I can almost guarantee people have approached you and be like, I'm thinking about XYZ. I'm a burn the boats type of guy. I think you're the same way. It's like, leave yourself no choice. But there's just a lot of people who might not be there. They, they need the stability. They need to think it out. They need to work it out. They need a trial run. Yeah. What are your thoughts around this and how to approach this in a way that really gives you the most accurate taste of what it'll look like to not have a plan B, but also mitigating the risk to a point where it's like, all right, I could go to my shit job or I could go to the job that I kind of like. Keep so, it if I need to. So I think I would just want to be very transparent around my perspective of this because it's not that I can't relate to security. It's just not that, something I found comfort in. Mm. And so like, I, w- I just want everything I say in this episode to be taken with a grain of salt from that regard. I'm not saying that having a job is wrong, having security is wrong, having a plan is wrong. I'm just wired in a way where I'm like, burn the boats, all in. Like we're doing this shit or we're not. There's no middle. And so... When I think about the nine to five culture in business versus like entrepreneurial life, there's just so many more options now than there were before. You go back 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago, it's like get good grades, go to college, get a job, do the thing, have the whatever. And like, if that's what makes you happy, do that shit. I think that our culture has made it cool to be a hustler, a grinder, whatever. Like you got everyone. I mean, dude, like I just saw the other day, fucking Grant Cardone is like 65 years old or yeah. something. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. But you look at someone that age who's living embodies that mentality, hustling, grinding, going, private jets, Rolls Royce, all that shit. And then you go all the way to these youngsters, flipping sneakers, 
doing the shit. You know, everyone's got that prop money now and everyone's exchanging 30,000 of fake money for these shoes that no one cares, whatever. And I'm a sneakerhead. Like, I'm, that's a whole other story. But it's just like the idea of, I don't think nine to five is secure as it cool as it used to be. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about this last night and off camera a little bit where it's like, dude, DoorDash, Uber Eats, fucking Amazon flipping, like these things that are just becoming more normal, this shit's all still new. Mm -hmm. Having a side hustle. I'll speak about this from an employer standpoint is like, if I am employing you, I am taking your well-being as my responsibility. Mm -hmm. And as an employer, it's something I take very seriously. Sure. But I'm also buying your fucking minutes. Like from nine to five or eight to four, 10 to six, whatever the fuck it is, We are literally exchanging a currency so I can purchase your time to get to do something that will help our customers further this business, like go through it. And so I like, I look at that from an employer standpoint, it's probably some of the best like input I'll have on this topic is like, we do some things at my businesses that I try to differentiate the life that an employee has. We do things like I have my masseuse and my girl that stretches us. We snatched one of the employees from Stretch Labs. (laughs) Hopefully the owner's not listening. (laughs) We bring those people into the office. Like our masseuse comes in once a month. We get everyone's car detailed every other month. We have a maid service that we buy two hours of maid time for each one of our employees. We have a list. For their home? For their home. Yeah, they get to pick a couple rooms and do some shit. We do like a dry cleaning bill every couple months where it's like, I don't do much dry cleaning, but like, we just try to come up with creative stuff where it's like, we are still in a business relationship if I employ you, but I want your life to be better. But you're also adding more time back to them in in a regard. Like, it's not a ping pong table out there. Straight up. No, none of that shit. I mean, I don't want to detail my car. I'd be like, bet, I don't have to do that now. And take it further. What do you think about every time you get in your car for the next two years? How great your fucking job is. Like there was an offer I came up with for a client that I thought was fucking, again, I don't got it all figured out, but we had a moment on this one. If you have a service where the profit is over a thousand bucks or some shit like that, where you could afford to spend two, $300 on your client because there's going to be repeat business, lifetime value, some shit like that. What if you gave your clients after they got your service done an annual car wash. It's like, dude, you can go to a holiday gas station, buy the shit for two, 300 bucks. What is that customer going to think about every time they use that shit? How great Rich is Mm -hmm. and his service and his business, like creating that soapbox customer. So if you think of things that you've done in your business to get that appreciation, to generate reviews, to do things like for your customers, how can you internalize that for your employees? Because when it comes down to it, like, morale in a business is what matters. And the entrepreneurial lifestyle, there's no fucking morale. It's you and pain and sucking and going through it. Even though it's a great outlet to make money, how great do you think it is being an Uber driver or a DoorDash? Yeah, you don't have a boss. You're your own thing. You can make your own hours. You can do your own stuff. But then you go to the other side of this with that nine to five life where it's like, if you have a culture in your business, or if you're a part of a culture, let's say you're an yeah, employee listening yeah. to this right now. That's, it's like, what are things that make you appreciate the situation that you're in? Even feedback you could give to a manager. I know for me and my companies, I always wanted to have a place of employment that was like, I always go back to like high school where you like knew that dude who's like dad owned a business and he had this job like pouring concrete. 
And he was making 35 bucks an hour. He had a credit card. He had the new car. And you're like, how the fuck are you doing this? Like, I love my job. And I'm like, what? The? Like, it didn't make any sense to me. Creating an atmosphere or being a part of an atmosphere, like for me, our business is about my core values. I want people around our business that are on the same shit that I'm on, that are motivated by the same things because now we align in what we do. And so when I think about like that difference of some like monotonous job that you go to, check in, check out, you don't like it. It's not as, dude, the world is full of opportunities. Like yeah. I don't want anyone to spend time doing shit they don't like. Cause like, I think in this day and age with the hiring pool since the pandemic stuff, the work from home things, like all of these, this day and age, there's just more like emotion and feeling and like making, like I'm just trying to say this, self make it about me. How do I feel? What yeah. do I want? How yeah. am I exposed or what? It's so important to like be in an atmosphere as an employee, as an employer of something that's just more than a check. Yeah. Because that's what's more possible this day and age than anything is being able to like be a part of a culture or a community that gives you more than just a paycheck. So out of college, I got my marketing degree, accounting degree. I'm at an accounting firm or marketing firm. I'm three years in and I'm just like, fuck this shit. Let's just assume on a human level, I understand that this industry is not for me. It's not necessarily the boss, right. not necessarily the company. Right. And I'm like, I've always been obsessed with sneakers, right? Whatever it is. Yep. What's that first initial step where you're not at burning the boats, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. what's that first initial step and how can you just be responsible about this for the listeners who are listening, who are employees? If you're not comfortable right now, you have to put yourself in a position to be uncomfortable. You have to be able to look and say, I have this desire, I have this dream, I have this thing, but it goes back to the cliches here, like nothing's gonna change if you don't make a change. And again, it goes to risk tolerance. And I come from this side yes. of it where I'm much more willing to like, I jump off the cliff when I'm nervous. I wanna go, I wanna run through the wall, I wanna do the thing. I have friends, dear people in my life that are the polar fucking opposite of that. And I understand that security, but it goes back to something we said in a previous episode. We're like, dude, if you're cool being where you're at, just keep doing that shit. Mm -hmm. But if you are not content, I relate to what you're saying a lot. I got a friend I actually just talked to last week. It was like, dude, Dave, I'm making 200K a year right now. I'm 27 years old. I went to school. I got this job. I thought it was everything I wanted and I'm fucking miserable. Yeah. Her friends probably don't know it. Her, you know what I'm saying? No clue. That's no, a, her friends have thing. no fucking idea because she's got it all. And they want to be her. And all she wants to do is like go play with her dog do a pet thing, have this aspiration, have this dream, because it goes back to like, the money's never gonna solve the problem. Mm -hmm. Business owner, employee, whatever, it doesn't matter. But this is where it goes back into some like the wellness conversations and stuff like that. You have to have enough self-awareness. If you can realize that you're not happy, it's not about that I'm not happy because things are this way. You gotta figure out what's missing. Where's the gap? Where's the hole? Where's the thing that you are not fulfilled in your life? Mm -hmm. Because so often entrepreneurs, we get so caught up in our careers oh, yeah. thinking that that's gonna be the thing that makes us happy. When in reality, like 
our operations manager, Andrew, my favorite thing about phone is Instagram. He's got this rental property and like two of his friends rent the house or something. I don't know the exact situation, but he's got this huge garden in the back. And when he gets off work, he goes and like sits in that garden <laughs> and like plays with caterpillars and butterflies. And it's the most peaceful fucking thing in the world to me. They're like, he goes here, we're balls to wall dope, we're growing, we're scaling, we're hiring, we're shaking, we're like all that. Andrew doesn't need more money right now. I mean, of course, if you're listening to this, yes, you probably deserve a raise. But it's like, Andrew knows enough that he's happy with his role right now, but like he knows how to go get that. He's not chasing something. He's self-aware enough to know that like he gets that fulfillment Mm -hmm. because he gives himself the minutes to go do some shit that fills his cup up. And so I think the difference between the nine to five and the grind is more like, I don't think everyone should be an entrepreneur. I don't think everyone should go start a business. I think it's cool that we live in a culture and a world that you can go make more money doing a side hustle, doing a thing. I'll tell you from a business owner, I don't want my fucking employees having to go drive a Uber or do an Instacart or do some shit like that. I'd rather find room for advancement in the company because they're just doing that for money. I don't think anyone wants to go be a taxi cab driver, they, you do that for your family. You do that because you can kind of manage and make more money. You can do doing other shit. But it's like, I would question anyone in the spot that's like, I want more right now. Ask yourself why? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you truly searching for? And is there a void that you can fill? Simply spending your most valuable asset, which is your minutes, Doing something, it might not make you more money, but it might fit a piece to the puzzle that kind of gets you. I think this goes back into your 1440 is, and the health and wellness episode. If you haven't checked that one out, check it out. Yeah. But you might not be as miserable as you think. I'm not saying you should tolerate a shitty workplace, right. but what are you doing in that other time? If it's just literally TV or, or football or going out to drink or whatever, that might be the actual imbalance. And I think you're right about like the more money probably won't solve the problem. It'll probably just make you more miserable because then you'll feel even more tied to the job or whatever it is. You just thought that it was something that it's not. And I just like, dude, the grind is exhausting for everyone. Yes. And owning a business is harder than having a job. So like, pick your heart. (laughs) All right, everyone, like check it out. If you're in a nine to five and you are in this situation where you're not sure if, what it is, is what you're doing outside of your time at work, whether you want more money or whether you're just like legitimately unfulfilled, hit up Dave. He'll be in the pain cave at some point, checking his DMs, checking his emails, checking YouTube comments, hit him up and let him answer your questions. Until next time, peace. Thank you for tuning in to Dope Conversations with me, Dave Carroll, and my incredible friends. From the depths of adversity to the peaks of success, we've journeyed through the intricate tapestry of business and life. Remember, every challenged face is an opportunity to redefine ourselves. As we close, reflect on the insights shared and considered how you can elevate your business and your personal journey. And until next time, keep your cup full and stay dope.